Sit down if you want to. Right in the middle of what's going on. I'm in the middle of an interrogation. Take a seat, young Skywalker. The middle children of history, man. Middle of the day, Alfred? Please, take a seat there. Right now, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Stop the middle of the base hit! Meeting in the middle. Fight, fight. They fought for the freedom of middle. 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 The middle of the middle of a middle. The middle of a war. Freaking ridiculous. Why don't we have a seat to talk about? No, not the middle seat. When you need a minute to look it over, it's time for a freeze frame. We are the middle seats, featuring Jake Kensler, Andrew Roger, and myself, Nate Lungarini. This show takes a quick peek at something different every week to see how it holds up with a closer look. This week, the three of us. We'll be marching strong into Zack Snyder's 300. We Spartans are descended from Hercules himself. Spartans, the finest soldiers the world has ever known. A thousand nations of the Persian Empire descend upon you. Threaten my people with slavery and death. This is madness. This is Sparta! Tonight, we die in hell! 300 is a comic book adaptation of a heavily fictionalized myth of the Spartan versus Persian War. It stars Gerard Butler, David Wenham, and Lena Headey, and more. So, boys, 300 is definitely Zack Snyder's breakout film. It really, uh, really encapsulates a lot of what makes his movies stylized what do we think of 300 let's start with drew um this movie's really influential really on Zack snyder's career first of all and on blockbusters in general over the last like 10 years this movie is officially 10 years old it opened in march of 07 and it really it took the movie world by storm when it first came out i remember it was one of the highest opening weekends for an r-rated movie ever especially in the springtime um and it's because it's such a marketable movie. And what I mean by that is Zach's, all of Zack Snyder's movies are really easily marketable because they're made up of these really compelling, striking images. And this movie is really interesting visually. However, it also has a lot of Zack Snyder's shortcomings throughout his career, which has been the substance and kind of the over-the-top machismo and the corniness that comes with that. And this movie really is an epitome of everything he does well and doesn't do well as a director. It's a really cool-looking movie with a lot of cool action scenes and a lot of good, fun performances, kind of stuck in this kind of generic, corny, self-serious machismo. Um, and it kind of makes for a good-not-great mix. Um, this movie is very divisive among the film critic community because a lot of people think... It started the trend of like slow-mo and over-the-top machismo and end-of-the-world disgusting violence that um, have kind of plagued our blockbusters over the last 10 years. So I'm interested to hear what you guys have to think about that. But overall, I think the movie, I think it's a good movie. It's all right. You can turn it on. It's a very good like cable movie that you can turn on at any time and watch. Um, but it's not, it's not, it's no masterpiece or anything like that. Cool. What do you think, Jake? Um... I, I actually really like the the visuals and when this come out two thousand seven yeah right I think I think the visuals are pretty striking for two thousand seven I was I was impressed how they hold up considering we just talked about Justice League and the visuals do not hold up and that was over the weekend um, <laughs> so I really like three hundred visuals um, 
and we were, you know, we were talking about Zack Schneider uh, right before recording, and you know what Andrew just said is is right. A lot of his shots are are awesome. He's a very he's a very visually stylized director, and I I like a lot of his visuals, and especially in Three Hundred. Three Hundred looks really good. Um, you know the battle sequences, the the choreography is all really good, and I just rewatched it recently, and I found myself really into it and invested in it at first. And then toward the end, it just kind of became like, fight scene, we're really tough. This is how we're going to beat him. Fight scene, we're really tough. This is how we're going to beat him. Don't don't betray <laughs> me. Believe in the Spartan way. We're going to die on our shield. Fight scene. This is how we're... Like, it just become a little, a little you know, same, same old, same old toward the end. And it lost me a little. Um, but generally, I enjoyed it. This movie really does wear its repetitiveness on its sleeve. I forgot about it. That's a very good point, Jake. Yep. <laughs> the last hour 20 is pretty much the same over and over again. It's battle intercut with things going on politically. Battle, political stuff. Over and over and over again. Back and back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for for me, for Zack Snyder, he is a very talented director. Despite his shortcomings in superhero movies as of late, he has such an eye for action shots that not too many people in Hollywood can even come close to. He's very, very good in that department. That said... His movies have the tendency to become two-hour-long trailers where everything looks good, but there is no substance behind what he's doing. And this movie is just like that. It Two hours is way too long for this kind of action movie, especially when a lot of the action scenes are very similar. It's half-naked guys with swords <laughs> or half-naked guys in spirits. Talk about the machismo, man. Sometimes there's an elephant, but... Then it dies. <laughs> it's it's a lot of that. And upon rewatch, I don't really think it holds up as well as I thought it would. It's it's not necessarily bad, but it is it is it's it's a macho oh, man yeah. movie. It's a macho man yeah. movie. That's all it is. I think there is a little bit more substance here than a lot of his other works. Um, and I think that mostly comes from the development um, and the compelling work that Gerard Butler does here, actually. Um, he's an actor that I've had issues with in the past. Or recently. You know, Geostorm and London's Fallen and Gods of Egypt. Um, but here, his big, his big breakout role here, he brings a lot to the lead role. Um, a lot physically, obviously, because abs Mm. for days. Um, (laughs) Are his the only non-spray painted abs? It's possible. No, I feel like Fassbender really put him on. You and Fassbender, get a room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Are you sad that you didn't get to hold his hand at the night of the movie, Jake? Yeah. Do I do I do I defend him that much? No, I'm just I'm teasing. You. Oh, I was like I didn't I didn't know that about myself. You know that there's things about yourself you don't recognize until someone points it out. I wasn't sure if that was one. That of them. just came out of nowhere. I was like I was like we were talking about Gerard Butler. Then. Let's let's give him our light in the sun because we bitch about him for 30 <laughs> minutes in other reviews. Um, he does a really good job here. Lena Headey does a really good job here too. I think the yeah. two of them carry any substance that this movie does. I think Rodrigo Santoro is really fun and really kind of weirdly sexualized. And in a movie that's so machismo, it's funny that the the villain is very feminine and kind of like m- metrosexual yeah. in a way. Um, oh, I, yeah, that's putting it lightly. It, Xerxes it is. is a very feminine villain here. I think he's a good villain. I like him, though. I, yeah. I think Rodrigo Santoro yeah, does fun. a really good job with him. Um, and But yeah, other than that, I would agree with you, Nate. There's not much story-wise going on here. Well, like, let's just talk about the action scenes, because that's obviously right. the strongest point in the movie. Are the action scenes worth it? Does this save the movie? I say yes. If you like action, if you like action movies, you, sh- you should definitely see 300. 
Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think they do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a, a lot of the speed up, slow down stuff, but they really make for some striking shots. Yeah. Um, and again, this is a this is a two hour movie. They've done the math. More than thirty minutes of this movie is in slow mo. <laughs> That's really? unreal. Is that a fact? <laughs> that is unreal but yeah oh my that is God. a solid fact that's crazy. 30 minutes of the movie so this movie's actually an hour and a half long then <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> and again it's very pretty um and you get some of the most memeiest awesome action scenes this is sparta yeah that is this movie i can't believe it took us 10 minutes to get to that scene because that is the <laughs> iconic yeah. scene from this movie it's not really an action scene per se but no man gerard, gerard a- butler sells the hell out yeah. of that line he sells oh the hell God. out of that one, but another really underrated one that I love is Tonight We Dine in Hell. I love well, that he, one. When too. He pokes, it's great. I yeah. think one of the, the lines he gets right as well is um when they come across the other the other army and they talk about how they have more men, and he kind of pokes fun at what their professions are. And then he's like, So you brought more men, but I have more warriors. And he's like and he goes like Sparta, what is your profession? And they all just chant the same thing over and over again. I think that like one, I think it was pretty cool, but I also think it gets their the message across is like like yes, you have more men, but none can fight like mine. Okay, so there's not a lot of like character work well, per no. se, but you get a real good sense of what Spartans yeah, are like. Yeah, you really do. You know what I mean? And that's really that's yeah, important. I agree. I really um, like that. I would never want to be a Spartan. I would never want to be a Spartan because they seem like kind of dicks. Um, You'd last they're, two they're, seconds. True. I would last. <laughs> you couldn't make it past the opening wolf. I'd make it past four. They're I'd, all that asshole football quarterback. I'd make like. it past four. I'd be like, let spare me, please. That would gave me two more seconds. They'd think about it and then they'd throw me into the woods, which they do to little kids, and make them way <laughs> that make them fight their way back. Yeah, yeah. At least you aren't thrown into the baby pit off the cliff at the beginning of the movie. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I honestly don't have too much more to say. Any. Last thoughts from you guys well, that, before we get into ratings? About this. There's not a whole lot of plot to talk about. Well, I think um, maybe like it might be more interesting if we talk broadly more about Zack Snyder as a filmmaker moving into the ratings here. Um, sure, go for it. Because how is his – seeing how he's progressed as a filmmaker, it, it's a little startling to see that he hasn't really changed too much and it's been 10 years. Yeah, he, he is unfortunately a one-trick pony, I think. Yeah. Where – hot damn can he do a good slow motion action scene even like a long slow motion scene with lots of different characters different set pieces he can sell the crap out of that and he'll put it to the coolest looking trailer you have ever seen but when you go and see it in theaters you're gonna ooh and ah and then you're gonna walk out wanting a little bit more like he's never gonna have a great movie until he learns to write good characters to go along with his action set pieces this really is his claim to fame. Yeah. I mean, it's not his debut movie. It's not. He made uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. But, like, as a debut, per se, quote-unquote debut, this would be pretty good. Um, you're, you look at it and you're like, okay, I have notes for you, but you did a good job here. But then when you get to the fourth I- incarnation of this, when we get to, like, a Sucker Punch or a Batman v Superman, it's like, were you even listening to me those first three times mm-hmm. I tried to give you notes? Ah, forget it. You know what? Class dismissed. Whatever. Anyway, Nate, do you want me to give my rating? Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a pretty comfortable wooden seat. Um, it's not quite plush recliner. It's a good, enjoyable movie. If it was possible to see it with a bag of popcorn, it's definitely worth seeing on a big screen. Go for the action. Go for 
some pretty solid lead performances, uh, pretty nice ensemble cast doing a pretty good job. Don't expect a big story. Don't expect it to be anything less than cheesy and over the top. Um, expect some grotesque moments. So I'm like, did they push that too far? Grotesque moments at points and lament that this movie gave us meet the Spartans. <laughs> God help us all. All right, Jake. Yeah. Um, so I just rewatched it very recently and I think it's obviously not great, but I think it accomplishes what it wants to do. It's the it's story is obviously nothing, nothing special. It's, it's good. The story. Um, I think the, all the action and all the, um, a lot of the cinematography is done very, very well. It looks really good. Even from 2007, it looks really good. Um, I like the style he has on it. It's almost very like, you know, you know, like Greek, it's a lot of like Greeks are very stylized when you learn about them in high school. They almost capture that in a movie setting. Like everything is kind of picturesque and painting-esque almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good way to put it. It looks, everything looks like a 1500s painting. On that note. I had to go watch, like, a nature documentary after seeing it just so I could remember what the color blue and green looked like. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is and, all and yellows and whites and red, a little yeah. bit, a lot of red. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I I think it what it sets out to do, it accomplishes pretty well. Um, I was surprised the acting was actually pretty good, better than I thought it was going to be upon rewatch. The action's good, and it is, it's a fun, cheesy rah-rah kind of beat-up action movie about these heroic men and i'm gonna go like ripped up plush recliner it's an old plush recliner that you've been in for a little too long now um but it's it's a good watch if you if you got nothing to do and you catch it it's a pretty good watch yeah so for me this movie was definitely entertaining the first time that i saw it and i think every subsequent time that you're gonna rewatch it it's just going to become more and more silly to the point where I don't think I can take this movie seriously at all anymore. It's just a wooden seat for me. I'm not going to not gonna give it too much else other than that, other than the fact that it looks great, uh, if not a little, a little oversaturated in perfect Zack Snyder style here. But um, it is what it is. Perfectly serviceable movie that honestly was kind of a gem for its time. Yeah, it really was. People people talked about this for a couple of years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so it was so influential. Um, and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, because the imitators have sucked a lot of them. Yeah. So I think that'll do it for our discussion here on Freeze Frame. We were talking about 300. What do you guys think about it? Let us know in the comments down below. Other ways to get in touch with us: we're on both Facebook and YouTube at the Middle Seats. So find us there. We're also on Twitter. So you can look for us. We talk about just random movies that we've seen throughout the week. So you don't have to wait for just Wednesday and Saturday for our reviews. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show, email at us at themiddleseatshow at gmail.com. Anything you can do to help keep us growing is greatly appreciated. Look forward to hearing from you guys. That'll do it for myself, Nate Longarini, and Jay Kensler, and Andrew Roger for The Middle Seats. Keep that seat warm, everyone. We'll be back soon.